Welcome to Godly Grind. Let this moment be a reminder that you are loved, important, and created for a purpose bigger than yourself. This safe place was created to help you on your journey in your God-given purpose. Get ready to listen to entrepreneurs, learn from their stories, and apply that wisdom to your godly grind. I'm your host, Kaylin. Grab a pen because this is about to be good. Okay. All right, so you ready to kick it off? All right, dear Grace and Heavenly Father, we come before you thanking you, God. Thank you for another day of life. Thank you for allowing us to get to and through this day, God. We give honor and we give praise unto you right now, Father. We thank God for just loving us so much that you sent your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, that whoever shall believe it on him shall not perish, Lord, but have everlasting, abundant, blessed life. God, we thank you that we are receptors of it. God, we right, right now, we ask that you come into the midst of us, God. Your word says with two or three coming to agreement, there shall you be. So, Father, we acknowledge that you are with us, God. Use your Holy Spirit. Lead us and guide us and have your holy and mighty way, God. Help us to say and say and speak and impact what, the way that you have desired for us to impact, God. Let our testimonies literally be what blesses people, God. Your word says that we are overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So, Father, we're excited to boast about you. God, we ask that you meet us, fill us up with your word, and let it be tremendous, God. We thank you, we praise you, and we declare and decree that it is so. We come against backlash, backsliding, anything that's trying to disrupt or corrupt what's going on, we cancel it in the mighty name of Jesus, and we declare and decree that it is so. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Talk about a prayer warrior. Oh, Look, I got it. I got to enter in. I'll be like, ah. Yes. Yes. So welcome. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Godly Grind. I'm super happy to have you. Thank now, you. I know you guys haven't guessed her just yet, but um, this episode, I have a lovely, lovely lady, definitely a follower of Christ, a believer of God. Her name is Aisha May. Now, she's a freelance MUA, CEO, owner of May Marie Cosmetics. So welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored to be here. Yes, I'm so happy. So happy that you're yes. on. Man, yes. I had to bring her on the show simply because one day I'm scrolling through Instagram. <laughs> and she's doing some relentless promotion. Relentless promotion. <laughs> uh, and I saw one of her videos and she was promoting her vlog. Now, I forgot mm-hmm. what vlog it was in. It was probably She Owes the second episode, right? Yep. Yep. And she, told, she said to us, very plain, she said, if you're going to leave something at the foot of Jesus, why are you going back to pick it up? Period. Drops mic. Drops, <laughs> drops mic. Drops mic. Period. 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 Yes. So I'm like, oh, at that point, I got to talk to her. I have to talk to mm-hmm. her. Because, of course, mm-hmm. these podcasts are created for people that are you know going through their journey trying to find their purpose trying to find resources and tools to make their journey a little bit easier but I also am a continual learner like of course I stepped into the teacher role sometimes but I'm a continual learner and I definitely love to learn from wonderful women like yourself so thank you for coming on again thank you (laughs) yes thank you so much that was awesome (laughs) oh thank you so the topic is uh, we're going to be discussing the rough ride to purpose and how love sustains us Mm. so um like i mentioned before she is a believer in christ but before we jump into the meat and potatoes 
Okay. Tell me your background. Um, how, who introduced you to Christianity? What's the story? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I grew up in the church, always been in the church. Um, but I wasn't into it. It was kind of like I was, I had to go because my parents told me. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't until college that I really, really just wanted to know God because you get to college, right? And you like, Lord, <laughs> if you don't help me, because <laughs> you know, you have your little wave, you have your fun. And then when like junior year hit, you're like, okay, financial aid is calling me a lot, Lord, what's this about? He goes, like, oh, you want to talk to me now? Uh, but <laughs> I really, um, what, what really, really sparked it, I lost my brother, mm-hmm. um, my, co- my senior year of high school. And I was into God, but I had always felt this beckoning you know, I always long for something more, but around that time, it just really, it hit, it was real. You know, there was no amount of money. There was nothing that I could do to bring my brother back, you know? And I know he's not supposed to have favorites, but like he was the top of my favorites. <laughs> I one got of. three brothers, but he was, he was one of them. One of but them. that was like my homie. Um, and he always encouraged me. He was the one who saw me even when I didn't see myself. And so for that to be taken away from me, I was really hurt about it. And instead of what people usually do, I decided to run to God. Cause usually when that happens, people run away. Like, why would you do that? But over time, I understood that he served his purpose. So, and it wasn't, it wasn't. And also on top of that, he left me with these words, like Asia, I need you to finish school. I need you to do these things. So God was already ushering me into really understanding him at that moment. Um, and that carried me. God had to carry me because <laughs> you lose right. your brother. And it was literally the week before I was supposed to go to school. So I missed transitions week. I had to stay home, get ready, you know, for a funeral. And the next day after his funeral, I packed up and went to school. Wow. So I never even had a chance to really soak in what was going on. Um, so I, I promise you it was God. I mean, that's all I can say. And it's not to be cliche, but it had to be. He he kept me. And it didn't hit me until two weeks later, but his words stuck with me. I need you to finish. We depended on you. We support you. You can do this. So that ultimately drove me to God's feet um, because he had to keep me. I was up there at school, literally by myself. I had my cousin, but you know, when you get to school, you still got to do your own thing. You're your own person. So it really started in college for me. Um, I end up going to a different church now that I'm at, um, is Word and Action Christian Center. Shout out to my leaders, awesome. Apostle Clarence Langston and Prophet Robin Langston. I love y'all. <laughs> but they really kind of gave me an understanding of what was going on. Little things were happening. I started speaking in tongues and I'm like, what am I talking about? You know? So when I got there, not only did they give me spiritual clarity, but they gave me natural clarity. Like, no, this was all a part of your process. This is what led you to where you are now as your leaders who, who have gone before you and have been placed to go before you. Let us show you how to live the, the life that you've been called to live. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at now. And I love it. Okay. <laughs> it's, it ain't easy. Uh, but <laughs> I'm here now and it's, it's much better. It's so much better. I'm so excited about God. And he's great. That's right. all I can say. Yeah. So it's I know it's a handful. You was like, man, I wasn't expecting that. No, I, the more the merrier. The more the merrier. The more the merrier. So really quickly. So you said that um, it sparked back before college, but mm-hmm. you did say that you do have a church home now. 
Did you always have a church home? And what's the importance of church to you and having that, that Christian community? Okay. Um, so I did have a church home that I grew up in, but I did end up transitioning out of that church to a new one. It was a Baptist background. And this one that I'm in is non-denominational. Um, it's important. I, I want to say this. I think a lot of people have it misunderstood. We are the church. The church is wherever we are. The, what, the edifice is where the people who are like-minded gather and undergird and worship and, God, and praise God. Um, it's, I think of church like a hospital. You have leaders who are imperfect, but are perfect for the position that God has put them in. Um, because they've gone before you, they've been shown and they've been tested and shown approved. And God, he has said, hey, I think you'd be good to lead some more people by what, you are, what you've been through. Because people are more relatable, you can get to them. And, and because you can get to them, because I'm inside of you, I can get to them. So it's so important to have real leaders, not just leaders who want to get anything out of you. Yes, you do need the time. Yes, sewing is important because you need a place to go to. Your, the church don't run off of love. <laughs> as much as they love you bills still need to be paid come on, come the, on. The, the tissue wipe your butt with in that church somebody had to do it it's so yes it's important to support but it's, it's important to understand that you are the church and when you get to different places you will meet imperfect people because like I said the church is a hospital and the anecdote is Jesus so it's important to have a covering. You need to have structure. I love my leaders, so my spiritual leaders so much because they actually care about me. Not only at, in a spiritual aspect, but a natural aspect. I literally can be going through something and I'll get a call from my apostle like, hey, Asia, I was thinking about you. I love you. You know, that's, that's real spiritual leading. That's not, it's not just a leader. I teach you, I preach you. That's spiritual fathering and mothering. So it's so important to have a community where you can see, oh, I'm not, I'm, I'm not the only one that's imperfect. I'm not the only one that messes up. There's somebody, even in, even in our, even in my ministry, these even people who are older than me, people who are my age that have been through things in our life. And it, it just gives me a boost because it's like, man, I'm not alone. I know I can talk to my sister. I can talk to my brother. I know they're not perfect. I don't expect them to deliver Jesus to me. I expect them to be a representation of it but I understand that they're not perfect. Nobody's perfect, but Jesus. So it's very important. You need structure, you need covering. Honestly, having a church community is honestly covering because your spiritual leaders or people around you who pray and intercede for you see beyond sometimes. Mm -hmm. And even in your stubbornness or even in your made up mind, you can't see it because your, your vision is one track and your leaders see beyond like, hey, don't go down that street. Literally, <laughs> don't do it. Don't talk to him. <laughs> He ain't good. I know he looked good since, but that boy got a rotten heart, you know? Okay. And you need people to cover you. It's, that's literally what church is. It's an institution. It's an edifice. We as a church, we come, we come together and we make it the church. But it's just a place that God has implemented. It's like an embassy. My leader always says, like, how every time you go to different countries, there's an embassy, a U.S. embassy. Well, we are the embassy of the kingdom. And you have to have a place where people who are part of that kingdom can gather. Because, you know, when you get to the embassy, you're taking care of boo. So yeah. that's literally what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus like, hey, I need you to establish an embassy for me right here on earth. Where people just like you in different areas can come and be healed and delivered and set free like you can. Yeah. And who don't want to be a part of that? <laughs> 
Okay. That's literally what it is. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But to that person that's really struggling with their faith and like, yeah, like all, all the God stuff sounds cool, but I'm still Mm -hmm. broke. Like, oh, all Mm -hmm. of that God stuff sounds good, but you know, I just, Mm -hmm. I just found out I had AIDS or Mm -hmm. it could be a plethora of of things, Mm -hmm. but what would you say to that person? Like, why, why do you believe in God and why should they believe in God? I believe in God because he loves me. I believe in him because he loves me. He did something for me that I I couldn't even accept that it was for me. He literally sent somebody who was clean and who died for me, who died for the person who, who wouldn't even believe in his father. But because his father loved me so much, he said, he put it right here. So when you decide to love me, when you decide to accept that I care about you, no matter what you've done, and you, you decide to understand that even in your, even in your mess, I still keep you every day for you to worry about that mess tomorrow. I love you. It's his love. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that he died just for me. And it's not just for me, but he died for my brother or sister who's, un, who's uncertain. It's for you. That condemnation that you feel, that's, that's, God didn't come down here to condemn you, that I'll beating you up, or I, I, I killed somebody, or I did this, or I have AIDS, or I have this. I'm, I'm not good for the church. That's religion. You're supposed to operate out of relationship, not religion. These religious people imperfect themselves, honey. <laughs> and I'm sitting here myself. I can say this because I used to be one of those people. I used to smoke. I used to drink. I was fornicating. You would never know. You know what I mean? And I still mess up. Just because I'm where I'm at now does not mean that I don't mess up. (laughs) My speech is not always as crystal clear and nice. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Look, you know, but I want people to understand when you come into, when you, when you are, when you get connected to God, it's, it's getting connected to his love. You don't change overnight. It's still a work in progress. Yeah. But it's important for that person who feels that he doesn't deserve it or he doesn't fit in to know that he does. Because God literally sent somebody down to make sure he had a spot or she had a spot. Right. So it's not up to people. It's up to God and he already made it. So that I would really just say, don't look at people. Look for God. Understand that he cares. And even if you don't feel like you're being listened to or you're alone, you're not. Yeah. He accepts you for who you are literally meet you Period. meet you right at your doorstep right there he literally exactly said how you are though yes he right there he literally said in his word i'm near to the brokenhearted i'm right next to you he closer to you than he is me like all you gotta do is accept that he's there a lot of times we fight like how am i gonna believe that well how can you believe you're gonna wake up tomorrow how can you believe that the air that go in your lungs is gonna come back up you take faith every day. You take a step of faith. Everything you do. Why not try this? What you have to lose? <laughs> At least try it out so you can have a reason to say you don't want it. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I would pretty much say. Like Exactly. Yeah. 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 And of course, the unconditional love that you just spoke of, I feel like that will take you through the hardship that that you're facing going through feeling right now. It's yeah. like don't you know don't think of god as someone that's going to send or you this deity that if you don't do what he say he gonna stop loving you that's not him 
yeah that's not him yeah that's people that's religion literally literally (laughs) getting to know god as who god is reading that word Mm-hmm. actually fanning it honey yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get the message if you can't understand the word out to our sound because i don't need look new living translate what's that <laughs> bible app me please okay <laughs> like if i gotta get a post right quick like okay this post is really good that's good exactly. and then too talk to god like you talk to people i i really think people have this misunderstanding like you're supposed to go heavenly father no I be like, God, he trying me. Literally. To get him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he'll check me and I'll be like, ooh. <laughs> talk to him. He is your friend. He wants to talk to you. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. That's it. Ooh, okay. Okay. Well, I see that God is a pillar in your life. The pillar in your life. Period. Everything. <laughs> you know that? Right, right, right. The everything that else. pillar. <laughs> everything else is good and connected from there. Mm-hmm. But as I stated before, you do have a business. So I know you didn't start the business this year, but mm-hmm. before we dive into the specifics of your business, you know, when it started, what you're doing, um, I do want to hear a story about when God showed up in your business and when you knew it, mm-hmm. you know, like you yeah. saw like, okay, yeah, God, this is you. Like nobody else can make this happen. This has to be you. Like, thank you, you know, for, mm-hmm. for blessing me for sure. So let's hear the story. Okay, here's the tea, sis. So <laughs> let's actually start off and say, I never wanted to do makeup and I still don't. <laughs> never wanted to do it and I still don't. I know that sounds crazy. Like, since we're talking about your business. Um, <laughs> but I went to school for veterinary medicine. Wow. Okay. And I took a break and that break got comfortable because I was working at a night a university. I was getting paid a nice check. <laughs> um, but makeup is always a hobby for me. I love everything, beauty, hair, especially growing up, like I always had issues with just loving myself because I am a curvy, voluptuous, beautiful woman, you know. Yeah. Um, but Ultimately, when I came into myself, everything about taking care of myself became something that I just loved. Um, And makeup was one of them. Girl, I can sit around and watch makeup videos all day like TV, okay? Um, And one day, (laughs) my friend, my best friend, uh, she was like, best friend, I want you to do my makeup. And I'm going to pay you $7. Now, that sounds like, what? But the crazy part about it was the day before I had a dream that I was walking, I kept picking up $7. I'm like, I'm like, all right, God, you're playing with me. But okay, let's try it out. So I did her makeup and she like, yes, that's right, you did that. And it went from there. And then she just like, you my makeup artist. I'm like, all right. So I started really taking it seriously because from her, people was like, oh, who did your makeup? And I'm like, don't tell her who did it. Don't tell them who did it because I don't want to do it. It's the pressure. Like, when you're doing makeup, <laughs> that pressure, people, you know, uh, look, social media, they ain't going to tell you. They're not going to, they, they ain't going to not tell you the truth. Like, uh-uh, sis, mm-mm. Right. So I'm like, I don't know if I want, I can handle that pressure because I'm kind of like Erica Badu, like, this is my baby. This is my art. Don't talk about my art, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. I love, I, I'm not a person that runs from criticism, but I, it's not your favorite thing. It's not. 
Like, yeah, <laughs> it's something that's... I have to open up to. Like <laughs> me standing here today saying that is a testimony of the stuff because don't talk to me about what I did and I know I did it right. Um, <laughs> so since then I started doing it and me, I'm a, I think beyond. So I'm like, okay, well, if I'm doing makeup, everybody doing makeup. How can I be different? I'm like, let me, let me see. And I'm, I've been big. I think I, I really taught myself how to do everything because I didn't want to wait for nobody. Um, cause I'm like, if I can do this myself, I'm not about to wait for you. Right. And I watched a lot of, I would go to YouTube university and I watched my little YouTube video and I do it and people, like, oh, that's cute. So I, right. I looked up how to start a business. So I'm like, how can I be different? And I was like, just start selling brushes and I'm like okay well I started it I looked up the vendors I had a lot of friends who were in business too so that sparked my 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 imagination I'm like okay cool and it was so it was so tangible so I'm like okay this is a business okay you know <laughs> and at the time I wasn't in school but I'm like God I don't want to work here no more I'm tired of pushing I was working at Wayne State for doctors, but I was supposed to be the doctor. So mm. I'm like, I'm tired of pushing paper for that dream. I'm not ungrateful. Thank you for this opportunity, but it's time for me to fly. Gross. And he like, all right, well, let me show you some more gifts that I put in. So I'm like, all right. Since then, it's been like, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is, this is something. <laughs> this is something. I see. I see. This now. is something. So that's literally how it started. Um. God had been showing me this is it since I started. I was resisting it. When I tell you I was resisting it because I did not want to do it. Right. And and I, I'm serious to this day when I say I don't. My goal is to transition from being the MUA to the supplier. Like, okay, I want to be a wholesale person. So I'm kind of putting myself in position, although on where I'm at now, before this pandemic, I left that job. Mm-hmm. And so God is like, as much as you don't want to do it, sis, this is your income. And I know it's him, and this is how he's showing up because every five minutes I'm they like, can I can I do this? Can you do my makeup? Can you do? It? And I'm like, all right, yeah, I got yeah. nothing to lose. I'm bored at home, you know. I'm sitting <laughs> on the couch, not doing nothing. <laughs> like, let's go. And right. I've been getting better ever since. Like, it's been times where I do makeup. I'm in my head. Oh my god, this don't look right. I step back and be like, oh my gosh, she looks so pretty. <laughs> and then God be like, yeah, you did that. I'm like, right. What? Right, right, right. So that's how that whole little spiel right there that's and it still happens to this day honestly as I'm very surprised at all the things it's like as I keep practicing it just God just polishes it and I'm like now you showing out (laughs) but (laughs) that's literally where it started that's literally where it started oh wow okay Mm -hmm. so wait when did you start the journey was it last year you said pandemic right it was 2018. I actually started really doing it. I actually, I started with doing Facebook lives of just me. I started with Facebook lives. I did I did Makeup Mondays and Fine Friend Fridays. So Makeup Mondays was just me coming on, talking to people, showing them how to do different looks. And it wasn't for it wasn't to present myself as an MUA, but it was just like, hey y'all, this is what I do in my spare time, and I'm kind of dope. So. Let's, let's, let me show you how I'm doing this because I've always been into helping people. And a lot of people are like, hey, Asia, how you do this? How you do that? And I'm like, girl, you can do this. Oh, I got this from here. So I started doing that. But then I got the idea for Fine Friend Fridays in which I would bring people in 
And while I'm doing their makeup, it'll be kind of like a girl chat. And I started with my cousins. The first one I started, it was like a business promo. The second one I started, it was like, we started getting into deeper things. So we talked about college. We talked about like um, struggles. Like I had a cousin who had been through a lot. So while I was doing her makeup, she was giving advice to those who had been through what she's been through. I had one that was talking about struggles and getting to school. So it got bigger, honestly, through that. Because people was like, oh, Asia, you do makeup so well. Can you do mine? Right, right. And so I pretty much was setting myself up for this, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, God, that's dope. I'm going to do that. He's like, yeah, right. Uh, no, yeah. and I love that uh, promotional, promotional yeah. aspect of Friend Fridays. That's super mm. cool. Like, how did yeah. you even come up with that? Did, like- um, I came up with it because it just came, I was, you know how sometimes you say, yeah, I'm doing something and then out the blue, you can speak a new idea and you're like, oh, that's a good idea. And then because I was on Makeup Monday so much, people were holding me accountable to it. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna hold, be hold, held accountable to it. Let me just think of some more stuff. I'm, I'm real visual. So I, I thought about it and then I'm like, okay, this can look like this. Or even if I do their makeup on live, it can be, you know, we sit on the couch and we talk afterwards because I wanted them to the goal honestly for fine for Fridays was you know I know um not to be conceited or anything but I know I have a lot of wisdom in me and a lot of people are like Asia how are you the way as you are and I'm like I'm not the only one and we all come from different backgrounds let me show you who I hang with because you are who you with so I'm like, let me Talk show y'all. It. Like, I'm yeah. with some dope people. Talk about it. Period. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So that's literally where it came from. It was me wanting to just because I was really sitting there and I was I was thinking about my friend group or my cousin and my cousins, and I'm like, man, God, I really hang around some groundbreaking people, and it's time for people. And it wasn't even so much of just boasting them as people. I'm like, they have stories that can impact so many people, and they impact me every day. So why would I be selfish with this? You know? So I'm like, all right, God, let's just do it. And so yeah. it started and it took off and it, it did stop abruptly because life was like, hey girl. Yeah, yeah. Um, and people was like, okay, so where's Fine Fair Friday? And people were hook, hit me up. Can I do the next one? I'm like, yeah, girl. I was, it was literally overflowing. Yeah. Um, and that's when eventually God stopped me and he gave me the business idea for Memory Cosmetics so okay so wait that's that's, literally the live idea then folded into Mm -hmm. the business yep because I I eventually started thinking more marketing like promoting strategy like okay well if I'm doing this I might as well be having my own brushes on their face you know okay so I'm like all right okay okay So, so the business was more so just monetizing off of that idea yep and it just got bigger yes okay well, that's a way to do it. That is a okay, way to do it. it. Just start. Yeah. Just start. Yeah. Do what's in Just your head. Do, do what's it. in your heart. Start. Mm-hmm. And then the business might come after that. Mm-hmm. Don't hesitate. If it's in your mind, go for it. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, because I have some yeah. friends that really want to be entrepreneurs. They don't really know where to start or what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. But but instead of analyzing your talents and your gifts and, and not being too sure and, and letting that yeah. talk to you and speak to you as if you don't mm-hmm. have them. You yeah. can just jump out on a whim and just start yeah. an activity. And then of course, yeah. that activity can be used mm-hmm. for God's glory, God's good. And he can yeah. then manipulate that into, boom, a business. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like yeah. that is so pretty much use what you have. You don't all, you aren't. So there's never going to be a time where you're completely ready. 
because I was not ready. Yet. I just, I was so nervous and I'm alive. Ain't nobody with me. I'm shaking. Um, but I, I was literally just being me yeah. showing, yeah. I pretty much was kind of like bringing them into my process of getting ready. And it just started getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, but to those friends that want to start it, I would just say fear is not even real. <laughs> false evidence appearing real. That's the acronym. False evidence appearing real. That's the enemy. That's the enemy's tactic of stopping you from really pursuing your purpose. If you want to fly, sis, you got wings for a reason. Fly. <laughs> you don't have to have everything. And then also understand when birds fly, they literally open their wings. They'll flap a little bit, but the wind carries them. So if you want to start something, let God carry you. That's literally what I meant when I say, when you don't lay something at his feet, if you're going to pick it up, God has already set you up to mm-hmm. be victorious. Believe it. Stop counting yourself yeah. out. Stop that. Stop. Oh <laughs> so when you going to start a church? Because I'm trying to go. <laughs> invite you to my church <laughs> i ain't ready for that that's pressure <laughs> oh no that's thank you <laughs> I'm screaming. These, but yeah. these metaphors you got going on girl i don't know where they coming from i don't know where the things coming we, from we're gonna leave it we'll leave it with god and i pick it up right that's <laughs> okay well thank you so much for joining me today it was so good oh my goodness I I always feel like these are so therapeutic for me anyways and I know that might be like a selfish view but hopefully for the viewers (laughs) oh it was I'm like this is so good Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Godly Grind. We learned so much from Asia. She detailed her story on how she came to Christ and was introduced to Christ. She also told us the importance of church and how that grows her relationship with God. And lastly, she told us an amazing story that detailed how her business started. It all started with a hobby that she wanted to display and God took it from there. The faith of a mustard seed is all that you need, and that is exactly what she implemented. On next week's episode, we're going to be talking to Asia about obstacles and what she has faced to make her the woman she is today. She told us how those obstacles went down and exactly what she learned going through them. She also let us in on if those obstacles hurt or helped her relationship with God. So tune in next week for the conversation. I'm super excited to be talking to Asia. I can't wait to hear from you. I love you. Talk to you soon.